0: I don't know who needs to hear this, but end your toxic relationship with the government. It ain't worth it, sis. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of Liberty Before Lipstick. Today is Thursday, January 13th, 2022. I hope everyone's doing well. I've missed you guys. Life has gotten kind of crazy the last couple of weeks. I've been very active on Instagram and posting more on YouTube, but I've been over here planning and working on some really awesome things that I wanna bring to this podcast this year. And I'm also hoping that I can do more video versions of podcasts for those who are visual, but I just love this podcast because I can come on here and chat with you guys and talk about everything and anything from faith to politics, current events. No topic is off limits. And I love to talk. So let's get right into it. This episode is gonna be juicy. We have a lot to talk about. You guys know me, I start with one topic and I end up on a whole nother tangent. Today I'm gonna touch on some things surrounding COVID, the financial market, and we'll go from there. I know everyone's tired of talking about COVID. I even saw a clip from a news anchor saying they were tired of talking about it and the news is promoting fear. And I was like, exactly, we've been saying this the whole time. For the last two years, can you believe? I mean, this started in 2020, right? 2020, 2021, we're now in year three, and they're keeping the narrative going, just pushing fear all day, every day. Now, there have been some breakthroughs in mainstream media, which I hope red pills people and makes them kind of break away from their trance of the news and to start actually asking questions and looking for themselves. A couple of days ago, the CDC confirmed that over 75% of COVID deaths were in people who had four or more underlying issues. Take a listen. The overwhelming number of deaths over 75% occurred in people who had at least four comorbidities. So really, these are people who were unwell to begin with. Four or more comorbidities. If you don't know what a comorbidity is, it is a disease or a condition. So three quarters, 75% of people who are dying had four or more underlying issues, diseases, or conditions that they were living in. Four is a lot. But for the past two years, the media has been pushing on the people this fear narrative. Remember, when this pandemic started, every single day the news would count the cases, the cases, because it would put fear into people, but they would never post the recoveries. They would post the death tolls and then the cases, but they would never Post the recoveries. How come no one has asked the media why they're not doing their job in journalism? I have a whole episode on who owns and controls the media. It's a very small amount of people. When you follow the money, like I always say, when you follow the money and you see who owns these people, you understand why you can't trust them. The media has proven time and time again, as well as the government. Do not care about our health and not care about our well-being. So for people who still think the government cares about you, it's like that viral meme everyone's been posting. Thinking the government cares about you is thinking that a stripper loves you. They don't. They're doing their job. The government only cares about itself. My question is, when is the media going to be held accountable? In my opinion, the media should be criminally prosecuted for the division and the destruction of this country. They continue to spew out misinformation and propaganda with no repercussions. Meanwhile, if you go on social media and you refute any of the media's claims, you can be censored or wiped off the internet, even if it's true. Isn't it crazy how the science is changing because science changes. Following the science and studying the science means it evolves and it changes. Isn't it funny how the science continues to change to the things that people were banned for saying months ago. Doctors and scientists are still being called conspiracy theorists right now. We're talking about experts in the field who are saying the opposite of what the media is saying, and now they're conspiracy theorists when they have degrees and experience, and they are experts, such as Dr. Robert Malone, which I'll talk about in a second. Isn't it crazy how people are being deleted and wiped offline just because they don't follow the narrative Also, an update with the FDA case. I talked about in a previous case how the FDA wanted to have 75 years to release the data that they used to get the emergency use authorization. I believe it was for Pfizer. I'd have to go back and look it up. You can do your own research on it. So after the FDA said that they could release the vaccine data by 2097, the judge now has reportedly said they have eight months which is still a very long time. I mean, why not just release it all? But eight months is still better than 75 years. Update with the OSHA vaccine mandate cases. So these hit the Supreme Court last Friday. I watched some of the arguments and it was very, very hard to listen to. They didn't show their faces. It was audio only. But it astounds me that the Supreme Court is the highest court in this country in the United States of America, but people like Justice Sotomayor were able to sit there and spew misinformation without even flinching, without even pausing. So Justice Sotomayor, during the oral arguments, claimed COVID deaths were at an all-time high, claimed that Omicron has been deadlier than Delta, claimed 100,000 children are hospitalized with COVID, said OSHA's regulatory authority is a federal police power. She also claimed that hospitals are nearing capacity. And she asked, why is a human spewing a virus not like a machine spewing sparks? And lastly, Sotomayor claimed that the Biden vaccine mandate is not in fact a vaccine mandate because it can be substituted by weekly testing. This is a recap posted by a Twitter account, Greg Price. It's reposted in my Telegram account. If you want a visual, I'll have my Telegram linked down below if you're not following me there. All of these are alarming. I think one of the most alarming to me was the fact that she claimed 100,000 children are hospitalized with COVID. Now, this did prompt the claims to be refuted by, I believe it was the WHO. I'm not sure if the CDC came forward as well. And they had to say that that was not, in fact, true. If there's ever been a time for fact checkers, I don't agree with fact checkers because they're more like opinion checkers. However, if there's ever a time for claims to be refuted it's something like this and not only did she say a hundred thousand children had covid but she said they're in serious condition and many on ventilators due to coronavirus this is what her claim was and it's not supported by data the data being reported to us is that there have been eighty-two covid positive children 17 and younger admitted into the hospital since august 1st 2020 this is cdc data so take it for what you will at the time She made this statement, federal data shows there were 3,342 children currently hospitalized for COVID-19. This number is less than 5% of the 100,000 that Sotomayor was claiming. This reminds me of a Congress hearing when the CDC and the WHO had to come forth. And I remember watching a video last year where they were being asked, okay, how many children have covid And then how many children have died from COVID? And I remember in this particular hearing, they had released a number in the hundreds. And then Congress asked, well, okay, how many of these children had underlying conditions who died from COVID? And the CDC said, we we don't have that data. Isn't that something that would be important to know? Someone dying with COVID and from COVID are two completely different things, but our numbers seem to all be grouped together of, well, if you have COVID when you die, then it's marked as a COVID death. Dr. Robert Malone actually talked about this in his episode with Joe Rogan. So Dr. Robert Malone is one of the innovators and creators of the mRNA tech that's in the vaccine. Definitely check out this Spotify episode while you still can before it's taken down. I'll get more into this in a little bit. Dr. Malone is both a virologist And an immunologist. He focused on the mRNA tech, pharmaceuticals, and drug repurposing research. I believe he said he's on all nine of the patents, but he's also worked with Dr. Fauci. He lists everything that he's done, all of his expertise and degrees at the beginning of this Spotify episode. In the podcast episode with Joe Rogan, Malone talks about the amount of money that hospitals are being paid for COVID. So these numbers, and things have been floating around the internet for a couple of years now, right? People have come and said, yes, my hospital is getting paid if we have a COVID case or if someone's put on an event. Like these things have been floating around the internet and you know, watching videos and articles and people reposting for years now. But in this podcast episode, Dr. Malone talks about how hospitals are getting paid per COVID case. Even if someone comes in with, he said, a bullet wound to the head, they can swab, test for COVID, If they're COVID positive, the hospital can get funding and then they can also mark that as a COVID death because the person died with COVID, but not from COVID. He also claimed that hospitals were getting paid $30,000 per patient put on a ventilator. So since this episode, people have been reporting on the stats of Joe Rogan's podcast, which is really quite amazing. I reposted a chart on my Instagram story and it's from Q3 2021 media ratings. So Joe Rogan's podcast gets 11 million views per show on Spotify. Next after him is Tucker Carlson, which is 3 million. Then it goes down. You have Hannity at a little under 3 million. MSNBC, 1 million. CNN, less than a million, 0.8. So about 800,000 viewers. So here you have the Joe Rogan experience. He gets almost more views Per episode than everyone beneath him on this chart combined. It's very close, which just shows how much the media has lost its grip. So you guys know that the mainstream media is going on full attack writing articles as if anyone cares or reads it anyways. But it's just funny at this point. Like they just literally like to hear themselves talk. And I can't believe that all these media platforms are still funded to push this propaganda out. If you type into Google Dr. Robert Malone, it's all the fact checkers and all of the media smear campaigns. So like here I'm reading, mass formation psychosis doesn't exist despite what you've heard from Joe Rogan because they talk about mass formation psychosis. But when you read these articles, they always say opinion, and then there's no science or data. It's like, how can you prove that? Everything is always an opinion. So they seem to be focusing on the mass formation psychosis comment that was made but also this Insider, Business Insider article was released yesterday and they posted an article, Joe Rogan interviewed a doctor who's been kicked off Twitter for misinformation. Doctors and scientists say it's time for Spotify to better police its podcasts. They literally posted an article, it's time for Spotify to better police its podcasts. Like communism much? They want to silence and censor anyone that speaks out or asks questions or contradicts. Doesn't matter how accredited you are, what your degrees are, what your experience are. You could be God himself. Now I understand like how Jesus was crucified, even showing people miracles because people do not want the truth. They do not want to hear the truth. They want to live in the lies and push their evil agendas. It's just Beyond me. It says in this article, 270 scientists and healthcare workers are calling on Spotify to mitigate the spread of misinformation. Who do these people think they are, first of all, to be saying what's misinformation and what's not? They have no science, no data. All they have is, trust me, bro, from the government, the CDC, and the WHO. It's just, trust me, bro, the vaccine works. Trust me, bro, you can still get it and spread it, but you'll be better. I know a lot of people who have the vaccine. Who got sick over Christmas, and they are way worse than my friends who are not vaccinated. Also, how messed up that they said Joe Rogan interviewed a doctor who's been kicked off for Twitter misinformation. Have you realized that when the media wants to smear you, when they want to try to go against your narrative and push their own, they take away all of your titles and they make up a title for you? that makes you look bad. They try to make you look bad. They'll call you a MAGA supporter, a Trump supporter, an insurrectionist, a conspiracy theorist, a vaccine denier, an, an anti-vaxxer, a science denier. They make up all of these names, or they bring up your race, um, white conservative, or you know whatever it is, right? whatever they can do to fit your narrative. A better title would be Joe Rogan interviewed the inventor of the mRNA technology. That would be better. Or Joe Rogan interviewed a virologist, and immunologist who's asking questions and bringing up concerns about the vaccine. That would be a better title, but no, no, no. A doctor who's been kicked off Twitter for misinformation. That's what they've narrowed it down to, which in that episode, Dr. Malone said he's not sure why he, get, he got kicked off. But if it doesn't terrify people that the creator of this mRNA tech is now kicked off Twitter for raising questions and bringing up points of what he's dedicated so much of his career to and what he invented, I do not know what else will scare you or wake you up to be like, this is not okay. Big tech is getting out of control. It's just growing more and more and they have power over everything. It seems like they get to control your digital footprint as everything goes towards digital. A quote from the letter says, this is not only a scientific or medical concern, it's a sociological issue of devastating proportions and Spotify is responsible for allowing this activity to thrive on its platform, the letter states. Really? So it's a sociological issue. I thought these people were concerned about your health and now they're claiming to be concerned about sociological issues? I mean, none of these people are concerned about the alarming spike in suicides and mental health and depression and anxiety from lockdowns, from people losing their jobs, from people being coerced to decide, do you want to get the vaccine or, and be able to provide for your family? Or do you want to be fired? What about the sociological issues wearing masks is having on kids and kids being bullied for not wearing masks or getting the vaccine? These people are just so full of it. To believe people should be policed for their voice and censored and to eliminate free speech means you are on the side of tyranny communism, dictatorship. I mean, I just don't know why people who agree with us don't move to China. In my opinion, these people will be a lot happier in somewhere like China. Why are they trying to make America China? You can just go there and have everything you're asking for, no free speech, or hey, go to Venezuela. I'll ask again, when is the media going to be held accountable for the crimes that they have committed against the people? The media is probably the biggest false prophet of our generation and of the past few generations. Because they get to say whatever they want. They get to claim that it's true, even though now they put a small opinion disclaimer there somewhere. But they have conditioned people for decades that the news is truth and this is where you get your information. And so many people are stuck in that. It's hard to have to learn and then unlearn and then relearn. And a lot of people haven't started the process of unlearning to then think for yourself. So they still trust the media. So they trust the media, they take it as truth, and they live their lives based on that propaganda, whether it's true or not. Maybe some parts are true and some parts aren't. But a lot of these things are just opinions to push a side of the agenda. People's lives are being destroyed over what's happening in the media, what they're pushing out. One thing I do know is that if there's not justice here, they will get justice when they meet their creator, when they meet the Lord, when they meet Jesus, because no amount of money, no amount of power that you have here, an illusion of power on earth, nothing will excuse anyone from facing judgment from God. Doesn't matter if you have a private jet, a yacht, you go hide in the mountains, you will not be able to escape the wrath of God. Let's talk about Canada for a second. I've been receiving a lot of DMs about Canada, those of you listening from Canada, and it's been quite crazy over there. Our media isn't reporting it much. Same with Australia. Australia is a mess. They're not reporting it as much, but I do catch things every once in a while, and I get messages from you guys. So yesterday, BBC posted an article about COVID saying that Quebec is to impose health tax on unvaccinated Canadians. I also saw Quebec is about to have another lockdown or they've just implemented another lockdown. And it's like, I feel like Canada has been on lockdown for going on three years now. When you watch the cycle of what's happening, right? It's fear, lockdown, give you a little bit, new variant, fear and lockdown, open a little bit, new variant, fear and lockdown, open a little bit. It's like the carrot being dangled in front of the horse. You think you're going to be able to get it, so you keep walking, you keep going. I wonder when enough is going to be enough because this is on a global stage. There is no new normal, right? They, they've they even stopped talking about the new normal because they know people have seen through that. But everything, the people who are given a platform, you know, whether it's Bill Gates, Dr. Fauci in America, CDC, like I've even seen leftist pages now making memes of the CDC says you can go on a date with him. The CDC says they're just making it up. You know, like all of these memes. Memes are a powerful way to make people laugh, but also shows you the truth. You know what I mean? It's like the truth in a funny way. And a lot of people who might not understand what's going on, you can literally learn a lot through memes. Like they're funny, but they're also true most of the time. People are now starting to see, wait a minute okay, we're going on three years now and everything you said has proven to be false for the most part. Everything the government called conspiracy comes true and then they ignore it. Do you know what I mean? The word conspiracy has no weight anymore. The government and the media has tried to turn the word conspiracy into a slur, into something that is a bad thing to be called. Same thing with during elections in 2020, they called everyone who supported Trump racist or a bigot or homophobic and all everything in the book. And people got called it so much for just being conservative. They're like, okay, is that it? Like, is that all you got? Because it holds no weight anymore. When you call things racist, when you call people bigots, when you call people conspiracy theorists just because they don't agree with your views, or they're not drinking up what the media is feeding them on a spoon, it holds no weight. I always laugh when I see people arguing with each other in comments on pages about COVID or politics or whatever, and people are like, source, what's your source? Source? One source is not going to break you out of your mass psychosis. When you've been conditioned to trust something for so long that you no longer rely on your own understanding you can't take the time to research for yourself and you only rely on the news or people on Instagram to comment and tell you where they got it, you're asleep. And one source is not going to convince you otherwise. When I first started being more vocal on politics and everything happening, I, I had all my sources like written down. And I remember my first video, I linked a lot of TikToks because TikTok can be a great way to learn. And a lot of TikToks were very compelling Arguments, things to make you think, or people who had sources and photos. But because it wasn't the news and it was a social media platform, people were like, oh, it's just TikTok. How funny. People didn't take it seriously. Meanwhile, they wouldn't even take the time to read executive orders and things that were on our own government's website. These people were taking CNN or MSNBC, ABC, whatever news they watched, they were taking that as their source. When if you look at the sources, it says opinion. I mean, look back when doctors were paid to say cigarettes are safe and that cigarettes are safe for pregnant women. If you look back into science, you see time and time again where doctors are paid to promote things which later were causing cancer and disease and adverse reactions. But at the time, people had the news and the propaganda and the radio that said, hey, it's okay. You can smoke while you're pregnant. And if you saw that now, you'd be like, you're insane. How did people ever believe that? We're in the same situation now. So many people believe things the media is saying and the government is saying because of who's saying it. But ask yourself this question, when has the government or the media ever told you the truth? When have they ever proven themselves trustworthy to you? And I know people that, that still trust the media and, you know, the government, I know they look and search for every excuse possible to not have to lay down their pride. That's the root of a lot of this is pride. People are so prideful to say, oh, well, you know, I was very vocal on the vaccine and this and this and that. So there's no way I can be wrong. I'll look stupid. A lot of people are so prideful and they're so attached to the conditioning and things they've been told for a very long time that they can't even fathom the idea of being wrong. If I'm wrong, I will apologize and I will tell you that I'm wrong no matter how much it hurts because the truth is always the truth repeating a lie time and time and time again, you can repeat a lie for years. It does not make it true. It will never make it true. But in this whole generation of my truth, my truth, truth changes on your emotions or your feelings or what news station you watch, people have forgotten the absolute truth. There is no absolute truth. We are in this digital battle of misinformation and propaganda and things are being thrown at you from every side, and you have to discern what's true and what's not. Our society is so used to being fed information. We're not used to having to look for it ourselves, and that's a problem. So breaking update with the Supreme Court OSHA Biden vaccine mandate. This just came in right now as I'm filming this podcast. So the Supreme Court blocks Biden's vaccine mandate for businesses, but back healthcare worker rule. So this is a win for the 84 million plus workers that now don't have to be mandated and worry about losing their jobs or being tested weekly. However, there are over 17 million still fighting in the healthcare space. It is unconstitutional, point blank, period. Medical freedom means you get to decide. It's hard for me to understand how one is unconstitutional and the other one isn't. They both are. And just so you guys know, anyone with two brain cells will see this. I don't know how everyone doesn't see this by now, but currently for healthcare worker policy, if you have the vaccine and you're COVID positive, you're allowed to treat people and go to work. But if you're COVID negative and you don't have the vaccine and, and you're healthy, you're not sick, you can lose your job and you can't go to work. It makes zero sense. So This is a huge win for the workers, but also we still have to pray and stand up for the healthcare field and the healthcare workers because they are right now still not freed from this mandate, which again, remember, mandates aren't laws. Please let's keep that in mind. I feel like no one seems to know that, but mandates are not laws and this whole thing is just still a breach of our freedom and it's an overreach of the government on the people. Also, keep in mind of how many healthcare workers left their jobs or were fired over the vaccine or the ones who took the vaccine just to keep their job, and now they're not even fully vaccinated. I saw earlier this week, I believe it was Dr. Fauci who said that people shouldn't be using the term fully vaccinated because we don't know how many shots there will be. But we've seen that happen all around the world, right? They keep changing the definition of fully vaccinated And in a lot of places, it's like, okay, well, if you don't have the booster, you can still be fired. So people who got one shot and then maybe two shots thinking, okay, that's it. Now you don't know when it's going to end, right? If you allow the government to tell you what you put into your body, what you inject, when would it ever end? Spoiler, it won't. But people are now starting to see like enough is enough. And again, it's like, when is enough enough? No one should have to pick between jab or job, period. You're telling me that it's vital for people's health to get this or else you're gonna make them lose their job and lose their way they support their family. So where they can't put food on the table, can't pay their mortgage, can't pay their car payment, can't pay their bills. I mean, come on, people seriously can't believe that these mandates are for your health. Even in the healthcare field, people have worked for years without a vaccine treating COVID patients and now all of a sudden they're to be kicked out if they don't get it. Hospitals are letting go thousands upon thousands of healthcare workers, probably tens of thousands of people, and then the media is pushing that hospitals are overwhelmed. Well, I mean, why would you let go thousands upon thousands of workers if we're in a pandemic? It doesn't make any sense. You have the luxury to let people go. And also, while we're on that note, if the hospitals can be overwhelmed, that's a problem. We should instead expand our healthcare system, make it bigger and better, versus saying, oh, well, you know what? Unvaccinated people should not be allowed to come here. Hypocrisy is when you say healthcare is a universal right, a basic human right, and then at the same time say unvaccinated should not be allowed to have healthcare. Wouldn't it be great if the healthcare workers who were fired or left their job? All got together and started their own clinics and their own facilities and their own hospitals. Could you imagine? That would be somewhere that I would definitely feel comfortable going, for sure, knowing that the healthcare providers stand for freedom and medical freedom at that. So let's talk about finance for a moment. Our Congress is wildly corrupt on both sides. If I had to guess, just based off my personal opinion, I would say that our Congress is at least 95% corrupt and not for the people. Look at the last couple of years. It's political theater after political theater after political theater, right? People say what you want to hear. You have people on the left saying what you want to hear, people on the right saying what you want to hear, but nothing gets done. There are some things where I'm like, wow, that's crazy. But there are also a lot of times where I just watch it, I'm like, this is all theater. People love to bark, 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 but nothing ever happens. Let me give you your red pill for the day. Look up how many people in Congress have stock in vaccine manufacturers such as Pfizer and Moderna. Then look at how many people in Congress that are vocal against the vaccine and against mandates and see how many of those people that are so vocal against the vaccine Hold stock in Pfizer and Moderna. Now, Congress lines their pockets with millions of dollars from insider trading. The best way I can explain it is like this. Imagine that a basketball referee gets to bet on a game that he's refereeing, that he's regulating. That's exactly how Congress works. Congress holds stocks in companies that they regulate. And also, when you think about it, there are a lot of stock moves that are made by current Congress members that are greatly affected by regulations and laws. But who would know these laws before the public? Congress. I talked about this on Instagram last week, and then yesterday I saw an article written, I think it was in the New York Post, about how Nancy Pelosi makes millions off of tech stocks. And she is totally against, obviously, the push to ban congressional trades. So they're trying to push a law to where Congress members can't trade. And Nancy's like, oh no, 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 obviously. Nancy and her husband, it's been reported, have made as much as $30 million from bets just on big tech firms that she regulates. This is beyond conflict of interest, it's criminal. Look up the US code on stocks and on trading, on insider trading. I remember they would always get onto Trump of, you know, the stock market and asking him. And he said he didn't trade and hold stocks because he thought it was a conflict of interest. And he's right. And Congress members that do this are both Republican and Democrat. It's both sides. If anything, I think some of the top earners are Republicans. They line their pockets. Keep in mind that Congress members make $174,000 a year. I think Pelosi makes around 230000 $230,000 a year. She gave herself a raise or whatever. This is something everyone should be able to connect the dots and agree on. You can't make $200,000 a year and then you're worth $20 million, $300 million. You're worth millions of dollars. doesn't make any sense. Insert insider trading and other things. When you start looking into how many people in our government make hundreds of thousands of dollars that add up to millions from, in quotes, speaking fees, Zoom call speaking fees, all of these things, I mean... The whole financial market is a whole rabbit hole, and a lot of people aren't paying attention to it. The inflation numbers actually came out yesterday. Inflation came out for all items at a 7, which is the highest in 40 years. However, financial experts are saying that the real number is closer to 12 to 15. So when it comes to finance, just keep in mind that they get to change the way inflation is calculated. So they can essentially change and alter the inflation number based on how they want to calculate it. They change the rules as they go. The Consumer Price Index, the CPI, is what's used to measure the average change over time in the prices by us, the consumers, and in the market. And if you see on the CPI, they have notices now in little blue boxes, and they talk about, like I'm reading one here, updated seasonal factors to be introduced February of 2022. Then another below, another disclaimer. Starting in January 2022, weights for the Consumer Price Index will be calculated based on consumer expenditure data from 19 to 2020. Um, They also have another one, the impact of coronavirus on the CPI data. Everything in this world revolves around money and power. And even, you know, in the pharmaceutical industry, a lot of people say, oh, well, how can, you know, these companies like Pfizer or whatever be making so much money if the vaccine is free? Girl, Nothing is free. Nothing in this life is free. And if something is free, you are the product. Someone has to pay for those vaccines and it's your tax dollars. The government pays for the vaccine. These companies are making billions with a B per quarter. They're making billions of dollars, creating more shots and more boosters every time you blink. I saw this post and I was like, this is such a good visual to kind of encompass things that are happening that we're waking up to right now. So fiat currency, which is money, right? The dollar. Fiat currency equals false money. Credit cards equal false purchase. Shopping equals false happiness. Brand names equal false identity. Video games equal false activities. TV and movies equal false experiences. News media equals false information. Celebrities equal false idols. Dating apps equal false relationships. Porn equals false intimacy. Processed food equals false food. Alcohol equals false confidence. Big pharma equals false medicine. Education system equals false knowledge. Everything we've been given to entertain us, to sustain us, to fuel us, all has false in front of it. In the last couple of years, like, this has truly been time of removing the veil from our eyes and seeing things as they really are. Everyone always says, you know, take the red pill, take the red pill when it comes to the matrix and the red pill represents the truth. It doesn't represent anything else but the truth while the blue pill is staying in the world you think you live in. And for so many years, I mean, for my entire life, I saw things for what I thought they were, not for what they actually were. And when you start digging and doing research and you see the truth, it's a very hard pill to swallow. And a lot of people aren't ready for that, and they're not awake to that. But the thing is, people that are speaking up and speaking truth, you have to understand and ask yourself, what do they have to gain? People are losing everything right now. And when it comes to COVID, it took less than a year to convince the world that they have to prove they don't have a virus anytime they get sick. Have y'all ever realized that? You cough, take a test. Sneeze, take a test. Fever, take a test. Body aches, take a test. Runny nose, take a test. Allergies, take a test. Headache, take a test. I mean, we're seeing the highest COVID cases being reported because everyone's going to take a test. What is the test going to do for anything? If you're sick, stay home. I mean, we should be doing what we've always done. If you're sick, stay home, rest, and take care of yourself. A lot of people are taking a test. Okay, I have COVID, so, you know, I'm going to go quarantine now. Like, hello, if you're sick, just stay home. The test just pushes their fear propaganda. And then you have these numbers being reported, and then you have employees saying, oh, you have a headache, you need to go take a test. In my opinion, it's just wild. There are a lot of people at this point, if the CDC said do the hokey pokey to turn this thing around, people would be doing the hokey pokey. I'm not, even, I'm not even joking right now. I mean, forget coughing or sneezing in public. People look at you as if you're a leper, as if you have boils all over your skin, apparently flus, cold, sinus infections, and other seasonal things don't exist anymore. It's COVID or nothing. Oh, you must have COVID. You must have COVID. took less than a year to convince people of this. And it's forever changed our society. And what's scary is some people don't understand the damage that's been done to the children, to society as a whole. No one communicates and talks to each other anymore because, oh, social distance, don't get too close. I was at a salon the other day, and the woman sneezed, and she was like, oh, sorry. I was like, girl, don't be sorry. I'm not afraid of anything. You're good. Like, it's okay. People sneeze. It's sad. You know, I really think that this whole thing has made people face that they're going to die one day. And in the, in the land of social media and everything being so fast and the narcissism really that just plagues our world – People have thought they're too good for death. And now that they're faced with the idea of I'm gonna die one day, they're not ready. They're not ready to meet their creator because they don't know their creator or they don't have faith in Jesus. And a lot of people have literally bowed to this cult of propaganda and of trust the science, which if you have to trust the science, it's not science. There's no trusting in science. It's following the science, evolving the science. Not once to our government or media, or CDC, or WHO promoted health, being healthy, getting vitamin D, going out in the sun, working out, eating whole organic foods, vitamin C, vitamin D, magnesium. El Salvador actually posted a commercial. Their government posted a commercial last week that I saw promoting sunshine, fitness, and eating well to get over COVID. How is El Salvador doing more diligence than us? You can't inject health. I'm sorry to burst your bubble. Health is what you eat. It's fitness. You can't roll up your sleeve and go get a Krispy Kreme and think that you're healthy. That is just the craziest thing I've ever heard of. There's no scientific sense to that. There's no logic to that. Go eat processed sugar and who knows what else is in Krispy Kreme while you go inject some foreign stuff into your body. You don't even know what it is. It's just trust me, bro, from the government. A lot of this stems from fear. And if you know your history and you look back into history, every time tyranny rose up, communism rose up, control rose up, it all began with fear. Because if you push fear onto people, they'll do whatever you want them to do. Fear is a powerful emotion. That's why the Bible is covered in God saying, do not fear. Jesus says, do not fear. Do not be afraid. Fear not. All throughout the Bible. Fear does not come from the Lord. Fear is not of God. But because people are afraid, they've pushed any discernment and common sense aside. I'm going to end it with this. Normal is not coming back, but Jesus is. So get to know him today. Do your own research, pray, spend time in your Bible, and wrap yourself in the full armor of God. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Liberty Before Lipstick. Make sure to download, subscribe, and share this episode with a friend. If you wanna support this show and what I'm doing, there are two ways to do so. First way is by joining my Patreon. It's patreon.com slash amandaensing. Second way is to head over to my store, makemakeupgreatagain.com and pick out some swag. We have some Esther hats. I have a few Liberty Before Lipstick crop tees left, and once those are gone, they're gone, and some other really cute stuff. Hope you guys are all doing well. God bless, have a great weekend and I'll catch you next week in a brand new episode.